Bible, Aloha Kauai Bible Church. Aloha. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, my name is Fran Boswell, and I have the honor and privilege of being a deaconess here at the church, and I also serve on the board as, as your treasurer. So I'm pitching in for Pastor Aaron today. As you heard, he and Shannon are in Spain right now, and they send their love to you guys and their aloha to, to all of you guys, and, and I'm sure they can't wait to, to get back home. And thank you so much again for all of your prayers uh, for our sweet Shannon. So we are on a teaching series called Family Ties. And Pastor Aaron spoke the last two weeks on family ties. So just a quick recap. The first part of the series, he spoke on the ties that bind us together. So he spoke on being in the family of God is both a blessing and a responsibility. He also spoke on that Jesus Christ is the strongest tie that binds us together. And that we are citizens of a kingdom and members of a family. Then just last week, he spoke on our first of three theme words we have for our church, and that word was pioneer. So in order to be revitalized into a healthy and thriving church, we must return to the pioneer spirit that founded our church, that founded KBC. And the pioneer, the originator of our life, repentance, salvation, and faith is Christ. And then the last point he shared on was, what will a pioneer spirit that revitalized KBC look like? And he had four points. And the first one was a desperation to pray. We have to get back to a desperation to pray. The second point was revival of personal evangelism, living missionally here and, and abroad. And then a faith risk to start new ministries. And then last point he shared on was a willingness to be used by God, saying, saying to God, here I am, send me. So today I'll be sharing on our second word, and that word, as you heard, is ignite. So part three of our series is entitled Ignite, and you have a blank sheet of notes that you can write in whatever um, the Lord speaks to you today. And I believe this word just takes off right from, ties into Pastor Aaron's last point last week, which is a willingness to be used by God. Um, so it just takes off right from there. And our big picture point today is this. The church will thrive when we all activate and use our spiritual gifts and natural talents to serve the church and advance the kingdom of God as a team. So that is our big picture point today. We have um, two key scriptures I'm going to um, speak on, uh, read to you. Is The first one is 2 Timothy 1, 5 through 7, and Ephesians 4, 16. So as I was praying for a word for our church, God gave me the word ignite. We were at a navigation team meeting. And to be honest, I, I almost didn't share the word. Um, I was having a difficult time in my head trying to express what God was um, God was saying to my heart, God was impressing on my heart. And so I thought, ah, eh, someone else is going to share something, you know. Someone else is going to speak up. It's probably going to be better than, than the word um, I have, you know, anyway. But I could feel the Holy Spirit, like, burning up in me, like, bubbling over. My palms are getting sweaty, like, like I'm getting sweaty right now because I am a little nervous. Um, 
so I took a step. I just took a step of faith and I shared the word. And I did my best to share what God impressed on my heart. And I believe what God was saying to me in that time was, we as a church, we're, we're fueled up. We're ready to go. We're ready to ignite, to light up, to get moving, to use what we know of God, to use what God has done in our lives, to share um, to share with others the blessings that he has um, done in our lives and share that um, with others. And then as a team, um, we, um, we came up, you know, with, with these, these points here, which is to activate and begin to use our spiritual gifts for his kingdom and his glory. And when we do, the church will thrive and we will be more effective in ministry. And that um, became our big picture point and the idea of, of ignite, of the word ignite. So let's take a look at the word ignite and see um, what it means in, in the dictionary. So ignite means to set a fire, and Val, Val talked a little bit about that, um, you know, ignite, talk, that it's a, it's a fire. It also means to cause a fuel to burn. It also means to heat up in, um, for example, like to excite, to heat up, and Whoops. And so like an example would be desperation to pray ignited the revitalization of the pioneer spirit at Kauai Bible Church. So desperation to pray excited the revitalization. Why can't I say that word? <laughs> revitalization of the pioneer spirit at Kauai Bible Church. <laughs> and then to set in motion, to spark. The fire was ignited by sparks is an example um, and last week's message sparked a lot of us. So let's use that spark to ignite ourselves, to set in motion, to use our spiritual gifts and advance the kingdom of God. Amen? Yeah. So right now, right now, though, we may be feeling stuck. You may be feeling stuck, unable to get out of a lazy slump. Or maybe like me, it's fear or lack of courage. Or maybe it's being comfortable Sticking within our own little circle with a do not disturb sign on the door of our hearts. Or maybe you're living on autopilot, barely getting through each day. We can make up all kinds of other excuses or give all kinds of reasons to remain where, you, where we are and not answer the call of God. But my hope is by the end of this next 25 minutes or so, the Holy Spirit will speak to your hearts. And you will say, here I am, Lord. Send me, or here I am, Lord. Use me. And how do we get a thriving church advancing the kingdom of God? Well, I'm going to share with you two steps, just two steps to have a thriving church advancing the kingdom of God. And the first step is... Choose to activate your gifts. It's already in you. It's already in me. Choose to activate your gifts. And we're going to read from 2 Timothy 1, 5 through 7. And I'm reading from the Amplified um, Bible. And it says, I remember your sincere and unqualified faith, the surrendering of your entire self to God in Christ with confident trust in his power, wisdom and goodness, a faith which first lived in the heart of your grandmother, Louis, and your mother, Eunice, and I'm confident that it is in you as well. That is why I remind you to fan into flame the gracious gift of God, that inner fire, that special endowment, which is in you, 
through the laying of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Yeah, amen. So 2 Timothy 1.6, when it talks about fan fan into flame. In ancient times, ambers were used to keep slowly burning so that they could fan into flames anytime a fire was needed. So that's like a, an, an, a picture of activating. They would fan into flames when they needed fire. So there's already something in us um, that's already burning inside, inside of us, and we have to choose to activate it. We have to choose to fan that flame to activate the spiritual gifts that God has given us. During my senior, uh, senior year of high school, which, which was a while ago, I was part of a team, don't have to laugh too loud, I was part of a team of dancers that revived the luau show at Smith Tropical Paradise. They renovated that whole amphitheater, and it was a huge stage, yep, huge stage built, built on a lagoon, and behind the stage, if you haven't been there, there's this huge um, volcano, and that volcano had waterfalls coming down, down of it, of it, from it that flowed into the lagoon. And I had the honor of being um, one of um, one of the few girls to do the opening number. And right before the show began, everything went completely dark. And like clockwork, the peacocks that were actually their real peacocks—it wasn't just the sound of them—the peacocks would crow loudly. The sound man would cue on the lightning and the, the thunder noise, and then boom, the volcano erupted. And waterfall, the waterfall would start flowing. It had red lights on the waterfall, so it looked like lava. Yes, I know, it was very dramatic. The music would start, and I came up from behind the volcano on this hydro, hydraulic lift thing, um, and it was real fire, so I came up um, behind the volcano, and I would do my dance. I would dance my, um, my hula, and at the end of the song, um, I would swing my arm, fling my arm to the right, and it would cue the, the sound man to hit the ignite button, and this ball on a wire would go all the way across, all the way across to the mountainside, and it would ignite another fire pit that was um, across on the mountainside. And then he would shut off everything on the stage. I would duck down, the volcano would go off, the lights would go dark again, and all you could see was the, the fire pit that was lit up on, on the hillside. And what the audience didn't know was that my hula brothers and sisters, each of them with a torch, was on this two-tiered two hillside. Um, and the first person next to the fire pit took her, her torch, she lit her torch, and then every single person down the hillside, they would share the fire with every single person, and that would um, light up the way for them to get back to the stage where we would gather together to do our first team dance. So my motion activated the sound man to hit that ignite button and send the fireball on its way. And the fire pit was used to light up all the torches again on the hillside, turning the darkness into light so that each dancer could see their, their way back. And I believe God brought back this memory of 30-something years ago to show me a few things. And the first thing is, um, the first thing is that 
was that I have to personally activate my gifts. I have to take action by stepping out from where I am into faith. God is ready to hit that ignite button. Like the sound man, he is ready to hit that ignite button and unleash his power if I am ready to be used. And can you imagine if all of us working together, activating our spiritual gifts, what, an, what amazing things would take place God will move. I believe God will move. Lives will be changed. Hope will be reborn. And eternity meets the earthly. And as Val shared earlier, hope is something our world is in desperate need of right now. The second thing I believe um, he, was, um, he, he brought to mind was the Holy Spirit's gifts are tools meant for us to use in service for the advancement of his kingdom. And if we don't take action and use our spiritual gifts, it would be no different than me as the hula dancer, putting on my tea leaf skirt, putting on my costume, the lace, makeup, getting ready, and sitting down at a couch. You know, if we don't use it, it would be no different from that, me getting ready and sitting down um, at the couch to, on the couch to watch TV. God gave me that natural talent to, um, to dance hula, and I chose every single time to use it and share it with others. So activate, I had to activate and use, um, use the talent. Then the, um, the other thing God revealed to me was taking action is also a way that we increase the manif manifestations of God's power. And I'm, I'm sad to say that I, have not I am not fully um, using all of the gifts that God has put in me. I have not fully activated the gifts, and, and it's mostly because, um, because of fear, but I don't want that to be true anymore. I truly, truly don't want that um, to, be, um, to be true anymore. Everything in God's kingdom is increased by use. And Jesus explained this increase with the parable of the talents. And we, um, we read that in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to um, summarize it. And most of us know the story that in this parable, Jesus told the story of the master who went away on a journey. But before he did, he gave um, talents to his servants. So one servant got four talent, talents, one got two, and then one um, just got only one. And he did this according to the abilities demonstrated by um, the servants. So when the master returned, he asked the servants, he asked the servants, what did you do with the money he gave them? He was a local master. He said, what you did with the money you gave them? And some of the servants replied that they used the money to, he wasn't a local, um, he wasn't a local master. Just my pigeon just came out, so I just added that in. Some servants multiplied what they received by using the money to make more money, while one servant buried, um, buried his talent that was given to him, and he was, he was punished um, because of it. And I'm, I'm, not sh I'm not sharing this parable to cause us to do something out of fear of being punished. We should be encouraged by the first two guys, the first two servants. And we should learn from this parable to increase what we've been given by being good stewards of what God has given us. And a good steward takes action with the gifts God gives so that others may benefit. Kind of like what Mark was sharing that, you know, it's a blessing to, um, to be a blessing. So that's the first step. Choose to activate your gifts. It's already in you. 
The second step to having a thriving church, advancing the kingdom of God, is teamwork. So going back to the Luau show, our entire team body consists of the MC, the musicians, the Tahitian drummers, the male and female dancers. We had a sound guy. We had a light guy. We even had a hula mom or auntie that helped us change costumes. And you're thinking, why do you need somebody to help you change costumes? Well, she had an important job because sometimes in between numbers, we had like 30 seconds to get changed into the next, um, for the next dance. I mean, it was a fast moving show. Uh, fast moving show. And within each team body, there was other groups, right? The musician team was their own group within that whole big body because they had a guitar player, a keyboard player, a drummer. Um, even the drummers, the Tahitian drummers, each of them played a drum, but it was a different type of drum or made a, a different noise. So every person um, was needed for the show to go on. Every person, based on their talents, had a specific part to play in the show. And every single person working together as one team made the show thrive. And 30 plus years later, you guys, from when, when it was revived and I was a senior in high school, with a completely new team that has the same heart and love for hula and the culture, the Luau show is still thriving. It's still, it's still going on 30 plus years later, yeah. I read an article about the power of teamwork, and it said, although it may be possible to run a business or even a church with minimal help, it is definitely not the most efficient or effective way of operation. Doing it this way guarantees limited growth. You limit your ability to grow without the teamwork needed to touch and serve many people. And here's a fun do you know or do you care about teamwork. So did you know that, that studies have shown that one horse can pull 2,500 pounds, but two horses can pull 12,500 pounds. One horse can pull 2,500, two horses can pull 1,200 pounds. That's five times at as much. So there is power when we join together as a, as a team, when we just join together. So as a team, we will be more efficient, effective in carrying out the different ministries in our church. There is there's also a saying, and some of you um, know the saying, that many hands make light work. Yes, yes, many hands make light work. So let's take a look at our other key verse which is Ephesians 4.16. I'm going to read from the verse prior, Ephesians 4.15 um, 4, and 16. And it, said, it says, Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of this body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly, like a puzzle, fit, fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. The human body has, has, many, um, has many parts, uh, and that we get from also 1 Corinthians 12, um, 12 to, through 13. So... 
what Paul, Paul was reminding us in Ephesians that we are all part of the same team and that each person has a part to play that meets the needs of the other parts in the group to help them grow, stay healthy, and, and is um, just filled with love. So 1 Corinthians 12, 12, which talks about one body with many parts also. It says, the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up the whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. So again, we all have many parts making up one body, and we are all the body of Christ. And before you start thinking, oh, I don't have much to offer, or what I have to offer is, is not important or won't make a difference, let's read on from verse 22. I'll help you out there. Verse 22, which says, In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all members care for each other. If one part suffers, all parts suffer with it. If one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part in it. And here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church. First are apostles, second are prophets, third are teachers, then those who do miracles, those who have the gift of healing, those who can help others, those who have the gift of leadership, those who speak in unknown languages, all parts are needed and are important to the body of Christ. Amen? So again, I believe after last week's message, we are all in agreement that every one of us has something or some things that we are desperate for. We are desperate to serve and touch as many people, including um, members of our own families or here, people here on the island and even one another. We are desperate for the power of God to heal, to save, and to bring hope and peace to, our, to this world. We are desperate for his provision, his power to break free the bondage that holds us to sin. We are desperate for those things. And as God word, God word says, as we just read, that some parts God has appointed for the church are those who can do miracles, those who have the gift of healing, those who have the gift of helping others and leadership. So someone right now sitting here in church has been given the gift of healing. Are you ready to fan that flame? Are you ready to activate that gift and pray over someone and by the power of God and in the name of Jesus bring healing to someone's life? Someone right now sitting here has the gift to help others, to serve them in some way. Are you ready to fan that flame? Are you ready to activate that gift and bring, um, you know, serve someone in some way? That spark is already in you. God's word said he's, he's already given it to us. 
everyone can discover that they have life-giving potential in, in, in some way. And I am believing that God's power and presence will move through Kauai Bible Church, through our teamwork, when everyone is working within their God-given gifts. Brad Bailey, um, Brad Bailey said this. This is his quote. The church as a team does not exist for the individual. Rather, the individual exists for the church as a team. So teamwork is all about using our talents, again, to serve the greater good and encouraging others to, to use their talents, too. I mean, it's, it's contagious when, um, when we're all, you know, working together at, um, as, as a team here, here in church and, and in other um, aspects. It, it can be contagious. It, people can catch on and, and everybody can, can just get on board. Um, this unknown person says, that, says it this way, that teamwork divides the task and multiplies the success. And I think the success or mission for us um, as the body of Christ is seeing more lives being saved and having every member of our family finding and fulfilling purpose in God's family. And that is our 2023 vision statement. The success for us, or we can say mission accomplished, is, is for us to, to use our talents to see more lives um, being saved and activated in, in the kingdom of God. And I'm sure some of you are familiar with this ac acronym for TEAM, and it says, together, Everyone achieves more. So T-E-A-M, together everyone achieves more. And I just changed it, changed it up a little for, um, to fit uh, today's message. And it says, together as a church, so that's T, together as a church, E, everyone activated in their spiritual gifts, A, achieves the work of ministry, doing M, more for the kingdom of God. So together as a church, everyone activated in their spiritual gifts achieves the, work, achieves the work of ministry, doing more for the kingdom of God. So wouldn't that just be amazing, you guys? You guys are very quiet. It's making me nervous. You guys are very quiet. <laughs> um, yeah, so family, we are all the church, all of us together, and we all take ownership in the mission, the maintenance, and ministry of the church. So that's the three M's. Mission, maintenance, and ministry of the church. So I want to call up the worship team as, as we close. Invite the worship team back up. So I hope you have been encouraged today to stop putting out that spark that God has already put in you, put on your heart. I hope you have been encouraged today to remove that do not disturb sign from your heart, to say, oh, do not disturb, do not disturb me. I'm, I'm fine where I, where I am. So I hope you've been encouraged to remove that do not disturb sign. Today is the day. Today, not tomorrow. Today is the day to activate your spiritual gifts and engage in ministry. Or if you've been... Um, if you've been in ministry um, for a long time, to re-engage, to re-engage in it. As the body of Christ, I believe we're made not to just survive today, but to thrive in it. God, God wants us to thrive. He doesn't want, want us to just barely make it through, through the day. We are the church. We are the hope here on earth. So I want you all to stand up. 
as we get ready for our last worship song, stand up and look at your neighbor and say to your neighbor, it is time to become the person God has created you to be. So it is time to become the person God has created you to be. Okay, so look back at your neighbor and give them a fist pump. Hold your fist pump there like this. Hold it there. And say, on the count of three, we're going to say, Holy Spirit power activate. So ready? One, two, three. Holy Spirit power activate. Yes. I'm just going to close us in prayer, and then I'm going to turn it over to Sugi. Um, we're going to be singing a, a, a new song today. Um, and that Holy Spirit power activate just really quickly. For those of you who, um, who watch cartoons in the 80s, that's from the movie, I'm mean, from the cartoon Wonder Twin Powers. You guys know that? The Wonder Twins? Yeah. No? No? Yeah, Wonder Twins. So it was two twins, and they would fist bump and say, Wonder Twin Powers activate. So that's what comes into my mind when I when I hear the word activate. So we have to say, Holy Spirit power activate. Oh, so Lord, we thank you, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, for the giftings you've given to each of us, Father. Help us to see the ways that you've uniquely gifted every single one of us, Father God. Lord Jesus, help us to activate, to fan the flames of those gifts, Father. Help us to use it to advance your kingdom for your glory, Lord. We are the church, Lord. We are the hope here on earth, Father God. So use us, Lord. Send us, Lord, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.